Check, check, check. Welcome again to another episode of Food for Thought Apparel Podcast. Did not fall upon all deaf ears Niggas wanna wait but the call that fear At least I got a place for it all else feels Nigga, I went on a date, told her call that live I told her lose my line, they don't call back here Yeah, I'm about to lose my mind, I got all that care Hey, listen to me rhyming, can't hold back tears Gamble on a life, but it won't be fair Dread it off with some sand and a beach tear And it ain't a sad lie When I got a wristwatch Cop another wristband Anytime I risk my life Dragging out a TikTok Watch it all on take side. I'm willing to bet it all. I'm willing to risk my life. And it ain't a set lie. When I got a wristwatch, cop another wristband. Anytime I risk my life, I can have a TikTok. Watch it all on take side. I'm willing to bet it all. I'm willing to risk my life. Beautiful, gracious, lovely, amazing, creative, talented. You flatter me. Yes. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, brother. Hi. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Name, <laughs> how y'all doing? My name is Jabari Payne. I am an um, artist. My uh, form of outlet is film um, and digital content, digital video content specifically. Uh, born and raised in Miami-Dade County. Currently based here in Atlanta. Yes, sir. How... Sorry, I'm eating. And I'm live from the floor of um, Food for Thought Records. Uh, <laughs> uh, Food for Thought, Thought. We're we doing it all. We've got the studio. You love it here. We got the brand. Whatever you want, we got. So, man, how, 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 how have you been? How's your mental health? Um, have you the man behind their creativity? How have you been? Spiritually, physically, emotionally? Um... Man, such a loaded question. No, it's not. I have been, I've been good, man. Um, 
I've been in, I don't know if I told you, but about a month ago, I started therapy. Okay. So far, so good. Um, shout out to my therapist. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> mental health is real, man. She dope. Um, she's also a Zeta, so that's pretty cool. Because I'm a Sigma. Go miles to the game. Okay. Um, but yeah. Nah, therapy's been good, man. It's really been um, really helpful. And I'm determined to heal, so I know therapy's going to work because healing is what I'm what is the goal and I no matter how long it takes I always achieve my goals that's beautiful how how have you been able to juggle dealing with your own personal mental health and your creativity um do you feel like it's stifled you do you feel like it's you know helped you in a sense like for me like personally I know when I've had spells of like depression and things of sorts like that, um, I've always found my outlet of writing specifically to um, help me get out what I may not be able to verbally express. Um, so I, with your medium being film, you know, how do those two, two things kind of like correlate together? Um, so your first question was how do I juggle these things? Yeah. By the grace of God. Um, I would say time management, but I'm not very, very good at that yet. Um, I'm working on that. Um, self-awareness. Definitely self-awareness, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I, um, I take it every one day at a time. I take things one hour at a time um, when I can, when I can remember to. Um, but I, you know, I, don't, I try to not to get anxious. Um, my anxiety is a little more silent. Um, hmm. You know, I'll. I'll get anxiety about cleaning up a small space with just looking at it. And somebody will probably think, I'm just taking forever to clean something up. But the actuality is I can't even mentally wrap my mind around where to begin, where to end, and just, you know, moving forward. Without, without tackling that thing. Right, but I, I do it. Um, you know, but uh, the word for the a year for me has been grace. Mm. Um, Why is that? Well, let me finish the answer. Well, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, That's how I I juggle things, I think, with um, taking things one day, one hour, one minute, one second at a time. Um, And sometimes, if it takes longer than a day, that's okay. As long as I meet deadlines or as long as clients understand, you know, if I'm late on a deadline, they understand why. It's okay. Um, and you know, I, I'm very passionate about what I do. I love it, even when I'm doing a project that I'm not passionate about. I'm still passionate about the craft. So, you know, it, it works itself out. And I've been traveling a lot since uh, May. Um, since May, I've been in between three states. Um, four, if you count this week, because I'll be heading to New York. I've been between Nevada, Florida, Georgia, and now. New York, um, working on documentary pieces, working on Congrats. commercials. Thank you, bro. Uh, working on commercials, working with Atlanta Public Schools as one of my contracted clients, and um, some personal passion projects I'm going to finally, slowly but finally, taken care of. Um, going back to your other question with um, why is the word of the year for me grace? Mm-hmm. It's because I don't know how to be graceful to myself. Excuse me for the keys in the background. Um, sorry for the audio editor for that one. Um, 
messing with you, man. Nah, but seriously though, man. Um, so in therapy, um, so I actually no, I take it back. Let's go back to early um, May in Nevada. I uh, shot some documentary stuff in Las Vegas for a national bailout. Check them out. Um, I did some stuff for a couple for a couple um, black women up there. They're doing some amazing work bailing out black mambas during Mother's Day week, the week leading up to Mother's Day. And one day they decided to even bail out all the black women they could. Mm. And I was there for it all. That was amazing to witness. Powerful. Amazing to capture. I mean, it was amazing. On one of the days that week, um, I called my producer um, and I told him how, you know, I was really struggling with some things um, to capture that week. But he heard the anxiety in my voice. He heard the speed up, sped up tone. Word to Miami. You know, we talk really fast sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he heard it all and he said okay let's take a step back you need to give yourself some grace I trust you you're dope with what you do it's gonna be alright and that's really all he said to me um, on the very first phone call for a couple days prior to that he mentioned the word grace again and it's been echoing throughout conversations that I've had with my therapist as well and I realized in my last therapy session, I don't know what it is to forgive myself. Um, I was talking to my therapist about some personal things. And I thought about, you know, like just sharing these personal things with like different people. Mm-hmm. And I realized that discussing those things with other people isn't necessarily going to make me feel better. Right. Because I'm still going to struggle with forgiving myself. And if I don't know how to forgive myself, it doesn't matter who I have to talk about things with. I don't forgive myself. I agree 1000%. I started journaling last week. I've only done one entry, but that's okay. We're going to get to two, three, and four over the next couple days. Progress. Um, Small steps. Small steps. That's all we need. We're in the Buzz Lightyear. You know what I mean? Um, His name Buzz Aldridge. It's Buzz Aldridge. Buzz Lightyear is a TikTok character. Buzz Aldridge, I believe he was the first man to walk on the moon when he got off that little ship. Anyway, one small step further mental health one giant leap for a lifetime um yeah so the last word in my journal right now is the word forgiveness and I didn't know what to write after that um because I don't know what that looks like to forgive myself I know what it looks like to forgive other people I know what it looks like to have discussions you know you and I had moments where we've been annoyed with each other for a moment and we talk about it (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We talked about it like right after. Yeah. And I don't know necessarily enough. I believe in the zodiac things. Mm-hmm. What I do believe in kindred spirits. And I know ever since you and I have reconnected, since not seeing each other since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, Need to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like we um, we think pretty similar in a lot of ways, and it's actually weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you know, we we like like I've had a few conversations. I know how to have those with other people. But um, I've struggled with coming to myself with having those conversations um, about forgiveness and, and recognizing, you know, what I what I'm forgiving myself for and whatnot. But grace, dot dot dot, grace um, is I think giving myself time, giving myself space, 
giving myself the opportunity and the capacity to make mistakes and say it's okay, especially if you actually make changes. Now, if you don't make a change, if I don't make a change, then I don't, you know, hey, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like after that. And I think that's something I want to look into as well, you know, figuring out what grace looks like even when I've made repeated mistakes. And not to cut you off, so even even in that, so the biggest thing that I've learned in my personal journey just in life, specifically when it comes to grace, um, so I think grace also goes hand in hand with mercy. And so with with having the grace uh, given to us, uh, that that second part of that is the mercy um, aspect to where to where, you know, it's like uh, when, when we talk about um, when you lay on the bill, they give you a grace period. They give you time to kind of like get your stuff together so you're able to like make the payment. Um, the mercy is kind of like, all right, I know we gave you this time, but I'm going to I'm going to look out for you this time and I'm going to take care of it and then just make sure next month that this same thing doesn't happen. If we think about it in, in just that that worldly aspect or just from like a personal standpoint whatever the case may be so um so i just think that um grace in itself is just patience uh with yourself um if we're talking, just talking about the individual and then the mercy is kind of like that that kind of kind of that gray area um of that gray area of gray area of forgiveness i believe it's a portion of forgiveness that kind of like allows us to to mess up and, and be okay with messing up and still moving forward, knowing that it may not particularly matriculate how we want it to, but it's still moving forward in a very, um, in a very natural manner, in a sense. I get what you mean. I definitely get that. Um, yeah, I mean, grace and mercy, I, I think they could. And even like even thinking about just like the the place of, in which where we come from from Miami, I just in retrospect now it's like growing up there, you're not really fully aware of the type of place it is until you're outside of it. Mm-hmm. So like even even still, when you getting in a little fights, you know what I mean, y'all talking shit, shooting the shit with each other, whatever the case may be, it's like this is the norm. This is what. You know what I mean? What we're used to. Um, but when you kind of like step outside of that. So for me, I moved I moved my senior high school. And then immediately moving, I had, uh, I remember specifically one day I was walking to a work. I was, my first job I ever had was at Hardy's. And uh, I had walked to work. And there was this white lady um, that was walking. And, you know, people... Niggas in Miami ain't really like friendly, so they ain't gonna really speak to you on the street. They ain't gonna like, they, they, everybody's on guard, on edge, like just all to, the time. I just have to add something to this because without even um, knowing where the story's going, I just have to, I have to add this to add context to how on edge people in Miami are. I stood at a stop sign in the city, mm-hmm. going to this girl house. I'll never forget. This was 2011. Maybe 2012. Over the summer, I was in Miami for Atlanta um, American Black Film Festival. Um, ABF. ABFF, yeah, man. I was sitting at the stoplight. Not a stoplight, at a stop sign in the neighborhood. Guy looks at my car. He sees me. Walks across the street. 
he looked back again, see the CBL. It's not mind you, it was maybe thirty seconds. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to surprise this girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? Do the whole thing. By the time, by the third time he looked back at me, he's like, "You ready to pull up, pull out, and pull up on me?" Mm. I'm like, thirty seconds of me sitting here. You think this is about you?" Yeah. That's how on they people are. Yeah. And so, and 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 me walking to work, this lady, white lady, had spoke to me, and it like blew my mind. And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> like, you know, what I mean, I wasn't used to like walking past somebody and them speaking. I'm kind of like, I'm, I was kind of like in a space where I'm used to like kind of like walking straight forward, looking down with my head, like focus on where I'm going. I ain't really trying to lock eyes with nobody because I ain't trying to create no issue. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like." That from that kind of that, that point forward, I kind of like start to, to understand that things are different outside of just that immediate bubble that we kind of like grew up in. Um, and then it allowed me to like kind of open up and explain, expand my, my own thinking and uh, see the world differently around me, which allowed me to be uh, more receptive to conversations, to talking to people, to saying what's up, to being a little bit more friendly. You know what I'm saying? For sure, um, like my grandma is very much uh, a woman that's, <laughs> she's a black woman, so, and from, from born and raised in Miami, lives in Miami, still there, so she's like always been, she's always told me to be aware of your surroundings at all times, you know what I'm saying, so don't ever, don't ever play the fool, don't ever be the dummy, you know what I mean, understand and be aware of your surroundings, know where you at, know what's going on, know the signs, know like, you know what I mean, just like peep, peep game. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of like yes, take that with me, like wherever I go. Like for sure, I still have that. I'm able to be cordial and friendly with people, but I'm not finna be. Mama ain't raised no fool. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. Um, transition a little bit, man. So what, how have you, I know you, you, we've we've talked about your mental health, um, grace and things of sorts like that, but how have you been able to sustain your business, because you're, you're doing this full-time, correct? Yeah, I'm so, freelance full-time. Okay, so how have you been able to sustain that full-time to be able to provide for yourself um, and others that you may have, uh, family members, whatever the case may be? How have you been able to sustain that uh, to, one, still be a creative and to basically not be a starving artist? You're an artist, but I wouldn't necessarily say, you know I mean? You're in the position of, like, you're starving, I believe. Like, you're blessed, for sure. Um... Not to be a cliche black person, but you know, like <laughs> God, you know, um, God is looking out. But um, to keep it, to make it a little more grounded and not make it so metaphysical, um, relationships. Um, relationships and boundaries, actually. Um, so with the relationships, um, I have always made it a point to tell people what I do, wherever I go. So... Whoever meets me, whoever has a conversation with me, will know three things in, by the, before the end of that conversation. My name is Jabari Payne. I'm from Miami, Florida, and I shoot videos. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I'm very willing to be open, but I'm not open to a lot of people. But when I am open, those are three things you're going to know. Random other things is probably you're going to find out that I'm a big Outcast fan. Shout out to the legend. You know what I'm saying? Big Outcast fan, really big theater fan, and I write sometimes. But going back to the business, um, relationships, man. I am a proud 
proud, proud, proud alumnus of, uh, of one Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. That's Florida A&M University. That's FAMU. Shout out to my rallies, gang, gang. We out here. Um, every time I have made a big change in my life, Rattlers were a part of it. Um, and I mean, back in like middle school, um, and I didn't even realize it. My uncle went to FAMU for like two years or so. Um, he's a part of a big part of my life when I was a kid. Um, my theater teacher in eighth grade went to uh, Miami Northwestern. I'm not from Miami Northwestern, excuse me. Shout out to Miami Northwestern High School, though. We out here, too. Um, but she went to uh, FAMU. New Orleans all day. Uh, she definitely, she actually went to New Orleans, too. Shout out to New Orleans Middle. We out. Yeah. Bruh, New Orleans Middle people, like, it's... No, like I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like our middle school is crazy. By the way, me and in case you haven't figured it, me and Mark also went to middle school together. Um, crazy. So <laughs> serend- like when I tell you, it was like so serendipitous. We actually rode the same school bus. Yeah, and crazy. like it didn't dawn on me until like last year or well, end of 2019, which is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, R- randomly met up at a uh, or I ran- randomly rekindled at a. Um, Beyonce and Jay Z concert, yeah, on a tour, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, man, um, yeah, like you know, Miss Tanisha Sidell was my middle school drama teacher, she went to uh, FAMU. Um, Luther Wells, who is, um, I think over the theater department at um, at FAMU, he uh, currently, currently, I believe he's still there. I know he's still there, I believe that's just, uh, but I believe he's still over the, over the department. He um, saw me audition. When I was in the year, a senior senior in high school, he looked like he was blown away from my audition, and he said, "So where are you going to school?" I said, "Everwaters." I said, "What?" My grandma went to Everwaters. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't believe I went to that school. Uh, shout out to Everwaters. Yeah, for guess, sure. But no, uh, like I'm be honest with you, all HBCUs are not built the same. Yeah, no, nah, that's um, a fact. I, I, I'm sure they made some changes, but when I was there, it was not the move. Um, Support black colleges. Support black colleges, though, for sure. I'm just saying. And shout out to support black colleges, man. You know, show yeah, show yeah. love. But um, yo, did you know that uh, Key that did that like it's a graphic designer named Key who owns that actually copyright? No, that's a whole thing. It's fascinating actually. Yeah. But um, he yeah. So Luther Wells, um, a year late, like a year later, and um, I, a very uh sad, but ang- uh, but ambitious uh um. Freshman going into my sophomore year, I said I am not going back to Blue Waters. I was like, I am not going back. Luther Wells allowed me to audition. He actually, I don't even think I auditioned. I mean, again, this is over a decade ago. So if anybody wants to say something about that, it was over a decade ago. Mind your business. Um, I didn't audition, but he he knew my talent. Um, but I, you know, ended up transferring to FAMU. So I mean, again, every like when I made these big transitions in my life, Rattler was always a part of it. My first job um, when I went when I worked at a, a news station in uh, in Tallahassee, you know, Rattlers were my, my references. When I worked at a news news station, um, well, actually, when I worked for the Florida Lottery, Rattlers. When I worked at, um, I'm gonna just fast forward that. Every and every step of the way, when I've made these big transitions in my life, Rattlers were part of it. Some sometimes signals were too. Uh, shout out to the frat again. Um, a five and I don't know what that is, and um, <laughs> we've uh, and as of since 2019, I say I've been really working with a couple of rattlers and some extended family of those rattlers 
on some uh, different projects. Some of them are like, are like, like just guys I went to college with, uh, like my friend Kyle Chatham, uh, Jadon Sweet, Alan Levine, my girl Sade Askew, um, people like them. That name sounds familiar. Sade? Yeah. Probably worked with her before. She, she was a therapist in that video we shot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to Yeah, shout out to Sade. That's like, that's like my, my, out of all the people I worked with, she's probably my favorite because we think alike as well. But not only do we think alike, we challenge each other. We do, like, I introduced her to this thing called an audacity list. Um, and an audacity list is a, uh, it's adding to the business, right? And mm-hmm. I also mentioned boundaries, right? So let's talk about those two things real quick when it comes to business. Boundaries, um, I have made a big, a big point to, it took me a while to do this, and black women are the reason that I got to get, that I actually like stopped uh, tucking my tail about this, but I started to name a price and not, you know, have no other, no, no other discussion about it. Um, there, there are very few times when I've, you know, allowed things to go even though they weren't the rate. Um, but, you know, black women consistently like, yo, you're really good. You don't charge enough. Excuse me for burping. You don't charge enough. And, you know, I'm finally at a point where my rate is uh, pretty comfortable. Well, I'm pretty comfortable with it. Um, I mean, the only thing that makes a rate not seem comfortable is when you're not doing enough work. Um, like some people will think that you got to charge $1,000 for a whole day's work. And then do all this work on the back end. And it's like, no. So, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're at that level. But most people aren't actually at that level. Uh, that are at my level. What I mean by that is like. Taco Talk King. What I mean by that is like. There's a lot of times. People think that. The. the All the work they do is worth this one dollar amount. When, actual, when in actuality that. All the little things that they do. Are worth these other dollar amounts. That give them this larger number. As an example. I'm not going to give my real rate, but I'm going to give an example. I met a girl the other day who told me she charges like, so let's say $2,000 for shoot, edit for every, like per day. But, it's, but, so, but I'm sorry, for per project. $2,000. say per day. Whole project. $2,000. I'm like, so you shoot for eight hours and then you edit for as long as you need to. Make two bands. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. But. For one project, yeah. How many days she edited? Yeah, you know what I mean. Time, me, time is money. Right. So I'm gonna give a fake quote. I'm gonna give a fake number, but it's not too far from this. Let's say I charge like 700 a day to edit. Well, specifically just to edit, right? Just to edit. 700 yeah, a day just to shoot. edit. So if I'm doing two days of editing, that's 1,400 dollars, mm. right? And then for let's say for kicks and giggles, let's say I charge um, 700 a day to shoot. That's 2,100 dollars already right there, but that's three days of work. If you tell somebody a flat rate of like $2,000 for the whole project, that project will take you a month. Right. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't want to do a month's worth of work. I don't want to charge somebody $2,000 for a month's worth of work. When, for, for what I do, it's not about just labor. It's labor. Um, it's my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sometimes my IP, my intellectual property. Come on. Um, other times it's uh, well not other times but always also it's my experience like I've been I've been shooting since 2010 I've been editing since 2010 so we're talking about at this point 11, 11 years, years. Worth, of, worth of experience 
You know what I mean? So you're paying for all those things. You know what I mean? It's like, like I'm not saying that I should get paid what a teacher gets paid. But, but um, <laughs> but like with a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Teacher it's 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 in. it's levels. It's levels. Like, so yeah. I actually teach. So, like, basically, there's certain levels. Even when you a base pay when you come in, and then each year they they bump you up. Or I think it's every I think it's every two or three years they bump your your pay grade up. But exactly. But so. yeah. Yeah, so I like, see what you know, you're you got certain level experience, teacher, yeah. Yeah. you get paid more money. And so for me, it's like, all right, well, I've been working for this amount of time. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna charge for these things. And then in addition to that, um, there's another line on the invoice that starts with equipment, because no job in the world is there that you have to provide the materials for any job that you do for free. Right. You know what I mean? You don't go to a studio and only pay for studio time. If like it's either built those those uh, that equipment is either built in there. Or they're going to they give you a line item for those for the each piece of equipment you use. Or if you need, like, an engineer. Exactly. Or if you need, like, a producer. Absolutely. Like, all that stuff. Costs. Everything costs, man. So, yeah. yeah. A lot of times people think it's just, you know, and so, so if, if, I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't do music videos no more unless you want, like, a, like a friend. you like, genuinely one of my friends. Yeah. And you want to do something because most artists don't pay that much. This so, is really, that's I, true. I, yeah. I actually told an the other day. He's like, "Hey man, how's you charge music videos?" I said, "I don't shoot music videos because rappers don't pay no money." That was literally the full statement I gave him. He didn't look back. Yeah. He didn't want to prove me wrong. You gotta, you gotta respect you know it, man. But um, I've seen it work, so I, I already know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we work together. We've we worked together on numerous projects, so I already understand one your work ethic, um, what you bring to the table, what you provide. Um, like when you, when you say the IP, IP is really the most important thing when we talk about uh ourselves as creatives and we don't give ourselves enough like gall when we when we talk about our ip like all right bro like <laughs> like yeah bro yeah it costs it costs money to develop an idea too like you know what i mean yeah for sure it, we just ain't we just ain't wake up one day and was like all right we, we got building somebody had to be like all right no it, it starts like this you got to do this and this so uh, well, I do, I do, I always like to leave the people with, uh, um, like a, a word and or like something for them to carry out, carry with themselves throughout the week, through the rest of the week. Do you have something that you would like to share with the people and, and or the world? Uh, I guess that means we wrap them up, huh? Yeah, we're closing out. Yeah, we're closing out. Man, I feel like there was some things I wanted to say, and I can't remember what they are. That's all good. Well, listen, man. Man, this, this, is, this is, by no means, this is a, is this a one-time thing, you family. So, you know what I mean? You, you're you more than welcome to, to come back a million and one times. You have a lot to offer, so trust and believe that. God is good, man. All the time. Hope I'm always able to give something. All right. Um, Hold on. There was something I wanted to read. Oh, so an actual word of the day okay, go ahead. is um, just grace, right? I, I think that's a word that, uh, it was the audacity list. That's what it was. I'm going to talk about that real quick, too. Okay, go ahead. The word I'm going to give is grace. Um, it's a word that I, I remind myself to give myself every day. Um, it is a struggle to be uh, graceful to myself, but when I am, I feel lighter. I'm a big man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to... I already got to carry this, this load on me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to carry that, that metaphysical, that um that, that energy. Yeah, man, it's you know, a burden. That heavy, that's, that's heavy right there. Heavy, heavy. heavy. 
Yeah, as a poem. Word the dream girls. I hope they ain't no copyright. But um <laughs> Edit point. But, um Yeah, no, 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 no. Um but going back to audacity, I guess it's another word. So being be audacious. Um be bold in your choices. Um, you know, we're back we're about to embark on the second half of twenty twenty one. Come on. Um you know, I think that being audacious is a choice that can be a, be scary sometimes, but be audacious. So an audacity list, right? An audacity list is a is a something I I just actually met the girl that created this idea. Um, her name is Maya. Um, I actually want to um, shout her out real quick. I'm gonna find her Instagram while I explain what an audacity list is. Mm-hmm. An audacity list is essentially something from uh, from what I from what I understand it to be. You make a list of things that you want to do, goals things, ideas, materials, whatever. You write this list, um, look at it, then you rewrite it and make it bigger. And you go for that. Mm, I get what you're going. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, like how 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 dare you have the audacity to like want and dream and Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel it's that same, it seems and feels scary. I'm gonna do that today. To ask as you should. I'm yeah. like I'm working on an audacity list for twenty twenty. That's crazy. For the second half of July, um twenty twenty one for myself, right? Yeah. Like literally like, yo man, rewrite write write these goals and you know, really just write what comes to mind. And then write something right after it that um that's even bolder. Yeah. Uh it re- when I, when I hear stuff like that, it automatically reminds me of when Jay-Z talks about how his uncle was like, you'll never be bigger than LL Cool J. It's like, it's like look, I mean, look at me. It happened. That's it, it facts. So, yeah, my friend, um, Auntie, her name, um, <laughs> she goes by Auntie May, May or May, N-A, sorry, A-U-N-T-I-I-M-A-I. Um, she came up with this whole idea of audacity list, and I didn't know she came up with it until recently. I actually met. Send me, her. send me your page. Send me your page. I'll send it to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, um, yeah, man, my homeboy told me about this audacity list two years ago, and I've been doing it every year since. Um, me and my homegirl Sade that I mentioned earlier, my homeboy Chatham I mentioned earlier, my homeboy Alvin, I believe he still does it too, but I know Chatham has done it. Me and Sade do it every year together, separately. You know what I'm saying? Um, my girl. I got my girlfriend to do it too. Um, and yeah, man, like it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's dope. Like, cause like there was a point where I, you know, I was bold in, in my decision to charge a client uh, mid high four figures for a commercial, high mm-hmm. key, should have charged them five figures for the commercial. But you know, I was, I never charged what I charged them before. They said yes. See, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and bro. Was, and what, like I was able to pay um, pay people on my crew more money than they never made on one gig, or at least not more money than they never made in one gig in a while. One person hadn't made that much money in a long time, and he didn't even know how he was gonna pay his rent. That's a blessing. And my other um, friend, Sade, she was on this shoot. I was able to pay her. Like she told me, it was the first time at that point she had made like uh, um, four figures for the amount of work she did. And I was like, yeah, man, like this is what we need to be used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was able to pay her, like, a really good amount. And I pay, I pay everybody fairly. I think I overpay people sometimes, but... It always come back. Yeah, man. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, feel like they, 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 they did a lot for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, man. I never... I, n- I don't believe in being um, tight-fisted by, by no means. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, and because... 
there's this uh, gentleman by the name of Luke and Bree Love who always has this crazy concept when it comes to money specifically. Uh, he and my uncle are like best friends. Both, both, uh, what do you call it, jarheads from the, in the Marines and stuff like that. So he has this interesting concept when it comes to money. He was like, you know, there's no scarcity once it, when it comes to money. You know, uh, the rich never fret and or worries about like money because you know you can't you can't get you can't receive anything with a tight fist. You know what I'm saying? So it uh, one thousand. I believe in uh, in in spreading and being a blessing to other people. You may not see it today or tomorrow, but it'll for sure come back. And, and and I love what you said as well, man. Just once you get, once you start charging people what you feel like you, you should charge them, go up on them because you never know, bro. Like, because they can say, oh, that's too much. Okay, what well, did you have a budget tomorrow? I mean, you, you can always, right, you can, you can always go back to your drawing board. You can always negotiate stuff, man. So, but I love it, man. Just keep, keep, keep. Uh, moving in your purpose keep growing keep striving and keep being a blessing to those around you as well thank you man hope, uh, hope I'm able to continue to give don't hope you are man yeah come on thoughts become things man ooh we got a shirt coming on the way shirt coming on the way thoughts become things really <laughs> yeah I do and then, and then the second one is, is uh, I'm glad you said it, is, is when we talk about, like, grace. The other one says, be patient with yourself. You are still growing. So. You should do a shirt that's, like, left and right brain. Come on, come on. Don't, don't, don't. We don't want to release that. Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't tell the world. Don't tell. <laughs> hold on, we're going to tell you. Hold on. Yeah, all right, man. We appreciate. <laughs> we, we, hold on. We got, don't, don't give them all the, all the Jews. <laughs> but not. Jews nah, jewels. Nah, same. Jews. Whatever. Jewels. It's the same thing. <laughs> Seven jewels, man. I'm five. But, but, um, but, uh, <laughs> South Carolina State University, best uh, March band in, in, in the nation. Man. Better than family. Everyone that watches, is listening to this knows that. Man, man, we, come on, man. Bruh. Come on, man. Stop it. But nah, man, I just want to say I love you, man. I appreciate you, man, for sure, for uh, all that you, you are doing, all that you've done. You know, I definitely, um, pray, pray for you, man. And, uh, yeah, man. I really do. And no, for sure, it's love, man. Uh, once again, we want to say thank you for being a part of Food for Thought Apparel Podcast. And we out. I've always wanted to end something.